In the dark and twisted city of Duskfall, where the smog-choked skies loom overhead and the cobblestone streets echo with the whispers of forgotten secrets, a group of daring scoundrels known as the Undertides is emerging. The city is a sprawling nest of criminal enterprises, corrupt nobility, and supernatural forces, and the Undertides navigate this treacherous landscape with finesse. The Undertides are not bound by the laws of the city, but by their own codes and ambitions. The crew is a group of misfits, each with their own unique skills and backgrounds, coming together to thrive in the shadows. Peacock, a disgraced former bluecoat, now cuts deals for profit with the criminals he used to put away. Snipe prepares meticulously for every job and procures the supplies and gear they need to be successful. Shep, with his goat companion D'Artagnan, find the ins into any score and run security from behind the scenes. Usually, looking at you, D'Artagnan. And Owl, the surprisingly talented Whisper, able to deal with any spirits they come across as well as expertly piloting her converted smuggling tugboat, the patchwork trawler which has been put into service as the crew's transportation. Right along with the crew on their adventures in Duskfall, this is Blades in the Dark. This time we decided that we wanted to move forward with the um, secret secrets are no fun, secret secrets hurt someone. And by that I mean off the hook. The Bullhooks have something pretty big planned, and they're reaching out to as many smugglers as they can literally get their hands on that are willing to take their calls. Um, however, they are being incredibly secretive regarding the nature of the mission. Um, the say that the people who succeed in the mission will receive a substantial payout, and anyone who at least tries gets some cash as well. Um, and so, even though y'all are not aware of the exact details of the mission that you're going to be going on, y'all agreed to the meetup with the Bill Hooks. Um, in and amongst a great other many groups of smugglers that are going to be planning on competing with you for this job. This is like some weird Hunger Games op. Something like that. <laughs> I don't trust it at all. <laughs> it's the Hungry Games. <laughs> it's our life. <laughs> um, so they they send out like the, the request. They let you know when the meetup is going to be happening. Um and so I'll we'll kind of like go through that in the fiction before we actually roll the score information, just so that way y'all know how y'all want to approach it. Um, y'all have completed all your downtime actions, so I think uh, the the bill hooks work primarily out of the docks. Um, so there's this like large warehouse turned meeting room kind of situation that the bill hooks have kind of pulled together and you see a bunch of individuals from other gangs uh, come by other factions of Duskwall who are kind of known for being lowest tier to like mid tier smuggling teams. Um, you notice the Foghounds, which are some uh, smugglers that y'all actually have a little beef with, <laughs> you know, currently beefing with the Foghounds just a little bit. They're also kind of considered a lower tier gang. Um, on the up and up and just a other couple of like low no name quiet movers of product i'd say is like what y'all notice is around do does anyone try to like reconnoiter <laughs> gather any information on anyone who's going to be there is there anything you'll want to do like prior to the meetup i think we have to scope out like do we know their warehousey like is that their standard 
place. The bill hooks do have a a couple of places that they kind of do the majority of their business in. Uh, let me see here. The they work primarily out of the docks, but I'd say that this particular uh, warehouse isn't like their usual spot. Um, a lot of the work that the bill hooks uh, engage in is let me see their turf. They they their like main HQ is a butcher shop that's run out of the um, the dockers or the docks area. That's kind of like their main zone. And then they also have a series of animal fighting pits, gambling dens, and like businesses that they run a protection racket for. But for the most part, they don't really work out of warehouses. They work out of like slaughterhouses, stockyards, butcher shops, and uh, just kind of work their way out the docks where there's plenty of fresh fish and food coming in. So what kind of helpful intel would we have about the, the other competing gangs? Uh, well, I'd say the, if, if we don't want to roll, if you just kind of want to know what you know, and then decide if you want to roll later, um, the majority of these are lower tier even than the bill hooks, right? The bill hooks are a tier, they're considered tier two. So they're middling strength. They're not like big names in the city, but they are powerful where they reside, right? Like, they're not going to kind of go toe-to-toe with the blue coats anywhere in the city, but on their home turf, they'll tell them to fuck off. Like, <laughs> kind of situation. Um, and a lot of the people who have answered the call are either at their level or lower, right? The Foghounds are still on the up-and-up. They're still kind of establishing a name for themselves. Um, there's a couple other, like, lower-tier groups of gangs. Like, some of them are just, like, Oh, well, we're like three dudes who are really fast at running. We're, there's like a parkour team. Like, <laughs> What's the name of that Where team? are we in re- relation to that team? I'd say you're about a tier or so above the parkour group. That's like they have like chalk on their hands and they have like the backpacks and like the, they're they're runners. Like literally they run got like they run stuff they're and messengers. so they got really good at run. <laughs> they the got really good at that. We have a goat. <laughs> the difference is y'all have a boat and they have their own and legs. A, and a boat. <laughs> we have a goat on a boat. A boat and a goat. We're like that's like an extra that's two tiers. <laughs> so yeah, so the most of them are like small groups of people usually between 3 and 5. Um, hey, that's every awesome. once in a while they'll be like there's probably one other group that's like 10 to 12 people that they have like the main group of smugglers, they're toughs, they're like kind of, and then their hawkers are there as well. Um, so it's like the, the people who defend and the people who sell kind of group. Snipe doesn't trust any of this. I still think it's a setup. <laughs> like they're gathering us all in one location and to blow up the warehouse. <laughs> It's the uh, the wedding at, <laughs> at uh, the the red wedding. Well, there's the red wedding and there's a couple of other ones. It's the blowing up the chantry. <laughs> yeah, there is no good reason for this for them to just be like, we'll give everybody money for participation trophies. This bullshit. Hundred <laughs> percent. 
Like snipe, and I don't necessarily need a roll for it, but he's going to be wandering the nearby streets, trying to see if there's like sniper positions on this warehouse. <laughs> right. I think snipe would need a roll. There are <laughs> definitely like spots where it's like, oh, okay, well, an assassin. I mean, you're in Duskwall. There could be an assassin on any of the rooftops. Um, you don't see anyone necessarily like scoping y'all out, but you do see like groups of Bill Hook like gangs in the adjacent streets that are basically telling people who are going about their normal coming and goings to fuck off. Like just constantly. <laughs> just someone's like, put my house is and they're like, You're not going home today. Too bad. <laughs> like you're going the long way to back to your home. This is not where you're going. Start swimming, the streets are off limits. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, other than just being really paranoid about the possibilities of elevated positions and stuff like that, mm-hmm. Snipes going along with it, but he doesn't trust it. Mm-hmm. Anybody else, anybody wanting to pull in any additional information? Oh, we're good to go. Um, well, I help them. I think uh, I think either I'll go with snipe to like look for uh, you know, snipe er informations. And then just just be like <laughs> maybe not as bad as the the gambling night, but maybe like a little bit. She's just like. You know, I I don't think I can go back to that, that place again. I mean, I want to, but maybe not for another week. I don't know. I just I feel like it's still. She would remember me. <laughs> I ruled on her. <laughs> I know I did. You know she how like many people. She was engaged? she was really nice about it too. She just like got her handkerchief and just wiped my mouth. Do you know how many people a day she sees? She's not going to remember you. I mean, not to say you're not memorable, but, like, I don't think it's as bad as it is in your head. Do you think I should put on the disguise when I go there again? Because I can, mm-hmm. I can like, whip something up. Yes. I can, like, get a f- mustache or something. I wouldn't go with the mustache, but yes. Now, I have some goat hair that you could use. Um, I'll... I'm going to take you up on that offer. <laughs> All right. Well, I just start to it's like, that. Goat hair wig. That's about all um, Owl is doing. I wanted to unsuggest that, but I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> it's it's too late now. <laughs> going with my new vice of making a, uh, Owl uncomfortable. <laughs> He's like, God, this is better than gambling. <laughs> Just... It's getting there. Uh, all right. So um, basically, it comes time for the meeting to commence. Everyone's kind of shepherded towards the the center of the room, uh, and there you a uh, and there you kind of see standing in the the middle of the room with a group of toughs around them is a older woman, like much, much older than most people tend to get in Duskwall. She's probably in her like early 70s, even very, very weathered, very, very wrinkled, um, like 
but so like full bodied and you can tell that like back in her heyday like this this woman got strong kind of like like the old strong you know what a kind of vibe that i'm getting off like you the mean, really old person in the gym that it's like outlifting you and you're like okay cool. buff anime old yeah old woman. um and kind of she's she's surrounded by these much more younger cutter dangerous oh looking and you do recognize this woman. She she's Aaron. She's like the de facto leader of the Bill Hooks while Tarvel is in prison. Um Tarvel, which we'll remember, is that older, kind of Russian y sounding guy that Peacock saw as he was getting taken out of prison for the first time. If we remember that flashback. Mm-hmm. Tarvel's the guy name. who stopped him and said, Don't fuck with me, I won't fuck with you, buddy bear. Don't buddy bear. <laughs> I mean, he's Russian. It was much more threatening than that. Um, where I'm sorry, he's a Scovelander. <laughs> um, Aaron has been like the de facto captain while Torval has been in prison. And you can see as well, kind of to her front right, is uh, Corin, which is Torval's oldest son. Um, so they really brought out the big guns, like the first and functionally second in command here of the city is, or of the Bill Hooks are personally here to give you this mission. Um, Aaron kind of stands over you guys and kind of knocks her cane into this wooden crate that she's standing on top of to be a little bit elevated over everybody. And she goes, very well, you're all here which means we've entered into a written contract. You will not be leaving unless it is to complete the job that I have set for you. You will get paid regardless of your particular team's group's victory. But you have to choose whether you are going to go or going to stay. You stay, you get nothing. You go, you get rich. Are we having an understanding? She kind of like looks around everybody. Everyone like collectively does their own little miniature group huddles. Um, (laughs) They're like, do you understand her accent? (laughs) I I think we set this one out. We've come this far. We we can just stay, right? Right. Wait, is she asking us if we want to go outside? No, she's well, asking if we want to do the job or get nothing. Oh, and, and I said we do it. Which is different than what I thought she was going to say, which is you do the job or you don't leave here ever. I think that part's implied. Okay. Here. I think we should do it mostly because I just want to see what it is. <laughs> I think that's the only way we would find out. However, they didn't just send nobodies to give the information, which gives me a little more hope that it isn't 100% bullshit. Uh, The little group of, like, parkour (laughs) early 20-somethings complete their huddle, and they go, we would like to not participate. And then she goes, get the fuck out. And then they run out the door. (laughs) (laughs) No, they bash slept in somersault and cat and, like, (laughs) just... (laughs) after i've provided the details of the mission for you then you cannot leave 
But for now, you will choose to either listen and stay or listen and go do your job. We're in. I think we're in. You son of a bitch. I'm in. (laughs) Don't ever talk about my mother like that, you tepid (laughs) whore. I'm sorry, I just heard that from someplace. I heard that's what you're supposed to say during um, these sorts of situations. (laughs) Immediately put on blast. I was joking when I told you that. (laughs) <laughs> but that's what they all say you go son of, you son of a bitch I'm in <laughs> yeah but like there's times when it's appropriate <laughs> this is not, this is not that time <laughs> it's like are you calling me manish <laughs> I'll, I'll explain later on like when it's socially appropriate okay <laughs> I love that chef is teaching social skills <laughs> he got you he got you the blind he sleeps the blind. with D'Artagnan <laughs> he's the small spoon <laughs> don't make fun of the guy that talks to his goat okay <laughs> don't kick a man when he's down alright everyone else decides that they're in for it too uh and she goes, good, good. Corin, bring out the table. And he, he does so. He kind of bring out this large table with this huge, um, like, architectural layout. Um, who here has done jail time? We know Peacock has. Has anyone else, like, actually been caught for anything yet? Nope. Snipe has been successful in his... Um, attempts to keep himself out of jail while probably putting more than his share of people in prison. <laughs> Classic. Uh, I don't think Shep's been caught. I haven't thought about this before. <laughs> well, we know that Peacock has definitely been to jail, and Peacock was a blue coat. He recognizes the layout of this place almost immediately. They have Iron Hook Prison. Iron Hook Prison. I know what the mission is. <laughs> yes, it's a heist. Iron, Iron Hook Prison is the prison of dust. Bro, jailbreak. Yes. <laughs> Iron Hook is the preeminent prison of dust walls. It is where the criminals of the criminals go. It is where the criminals of the criminals stay. There are large-scale, like, uprisings in Iron Hook on the regular. There's large-scale breakouts of Iron Hook on the regular. So it's art, But it's dangerous. <laughs> I have spent the last eight years trying to not be put in there. <laughs> well, then don't get caught. Yeah, don't get caught. Fair. Let or how about this? Maybe you rat us out. It's like, we've been doing the don't get caught motto forever doesn't have to just stop at the prison. <laughs> uh, as the like large table with all of the detail plans comes into effect, they go the Aaron kind of kind of looks you all over as like the realization begins dawning on the other groups as well. They're like, "Oh, okay, so this is why it was big money. <laughs> okay." Um and Aaron just kind of uh, smiles a little bit as everyone kind of comes to the realization. Now we have agents on the interior of Iron Hook who are going to be making a ruckus. A little bit of a powwow, if you will. And so, it is your duty to 
slip in as everyone is distracted and extract Tarvul. And who is he? He's the main boss of the Bill Hooks. They kind of. Oh, mob. okay. Well, their boss got. Okay. How many? Snipe's going to look around the room and see, like, how many different groups slash how many people are here. So there's the five of, no, the four of you, sorry. There's the four of you plus D'Artagnan. There is the Foghounds, which is also a group of four. And then there's that one group of eight. So there's, like, right around 20 people here. It's not that many people. that That are not Bill Hooks. Billhooks have their own gang that is here as well, that is kind of like defending the second-in-command and commander here. Um, so the Billhooks probably match your number, right? So there's 20 smugglers who have come in. There's 20 Billhook gang members in and around the table. I, I know it's dangerous. Why do we need... And this is just to our group, not like to the room. Mm-hmm. Why do we need so many people going into the prison? Wouldn't it be much easier with just one group? I feel I like I feel like it's supposed to be like they're just throwing shit at the wall. And if they have many groups doing this, then at least one of them will succeed. We're the shit. Yeah, we're the shit <laughs> at the wall. Exactly. I'm I'm back to not liking this plan. It's a little bit late for that now. I like the plan. I like it. Are you high Fun. again? No, no, no. I'm, I'm being serious. <laughs> no, not right now. Not right now. No, no, no. It will be by the time we go in, but... I just think it'll be, like, you know... Well, Steve is okay to, with it. Kind Snipe of fun to like see it. how we do in a uh, crazy and wild situation and see how we adapt to the challenges as they come at us, you know, like we do with all the other jobs. <laughs> huh? Hmm. Can't be a Come on, I can't be the only one like being the optimist here. <laughs> there should be there should be opportunities for us to take advantage of the failures of the other groups. Oh, yeah, gonna, like, we just yeah. need to be prepared Th- thank you, to adjust <laughs> our plan as needed. Yeah. Assuming we have a plan. Is the uh, split between everybody who's alive at the end of this? So uh, that's part of the the explanation here. Uh, Aaron goes into the different ends that they have to the Iron Hook prison. She basically, it's dealer's choice. Whoever wants to do whatever they want to do to get in and get out is on them. The less that the Bill Hooks know, they don't care as long as someone succeeds. Um, They have kind of, there's a couple of different ways that they have of getting in. There is a like side entrance that'll be conveniently no longer guarded for a couple of key minutes. There is the riot that they're having break out in the prison itself. There is basically the guards at the front door that have been bribed to allow individuals to like flash them a specific hand sign to let them through. Um, (laughs) They have, they have a couple of different methods by which y'all they're covering a lot of bases um, which is another reason why the payoff is as high as it is, is because someone's like, if you fail, 
if just by virtue of trying, your gang gets four coin. Assuming you're well, the prison. The surviving crew. members. The surviving members of your crew get four coin. And even if you get jail time, you still get four coin. And they have kind of promised Bill Hook protection in the prison. There's a lot of Bill Hook members that are in the prison. And so if you do get caught and you do have to do jail time because of trying to break someone out, that the Bill Hooks kind of have your back because you're so doing it for them. Our job is to is to break one person out, but if we happen to break some more out in the meantime, that's not a problem, basically. As long as Tarvel gets out, you can have a field day for whatever the rest of the stuff happens. This is the vibe that Aaron's given out. They, they don't care about anything except for getting this guy out is, is the vibe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if we see any more of their members, if we break them out, we might get some extra. And if you're the crew that successfully gets Tarvel to them, you get the 10 coin. That's the 10 coin payout is for the people that bring Tarvel back. Everyone else gets four for just trying. But if you sit here and do shit all, then you don't get anything. And you're not allowed to leave until the job's done. Okay, so we have the Foghounds, and who was the other group? Um, I don't believe you know their name. It's you, the Foghounds, and another group. A little group foggy. Smugglers. It's a little foggy. Um, you, do you want to kind of like go through your criminal ba- criminal background and see if you might have a, a knowledge Hell, of who they are? Yeah, yeah, do you recognize any of them from arresting those bastards? You've arrested so many people. <laughs> I'd, I'd say make a uh, make a like a fortune consort role or something. Oh, I mean, you get to pick how you think that you would know them, but I think consort would make sense here. Yeah, um, yeah, it would just be through random things. Oh, wait a minute. Doing that wrong. You have to click on consort and then do fortune. I did it the wrong way, too. Yeah, I went first. <laughs> ding, ding, dong. How many clicks do we have here? All these stinky bastards look the same. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they may, be not, may not be wearing, like, colors or logos or anything. What, they're not wearing their matching pauldrons? They all have, like, headbands on that says, hello, we are the <laughs> criminal. It's just Adidas <laughs> tracksuits. <laughs> no, it's the bill hooks. They're the Russians. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, let's see. I mean, a four means that you succeed. You just don't get a lot of information about them. Uh, Basically, he wants Snipe wants to know who he may be having to throw under the bus at some point. Uh, I think Snipe with a four in your consort role, uh, you recognize these guys as the Lurkers. That's kind of like just that's how that's what they go by. That's the name that they've chosen to go with. Um, seems on brand. You don't know much about their exploits. Uh, they don't really have, like, a big brand name or brand recognition to them. They all just kind of... It looks like you put two groups of people and just went, okay, now you work together. And they're like, cool. It's oh like boy God. bands. Did you say the workers? <laughs> I'm pretty sure my cousin Ricardo is, like, really pissed them off a few weeks ago. <laughs> Ricardo is, like, in Pretend one of their backpacks. Because... <laughs> 
<laughs> Help me, guys. <laughs> okay, just uh, just for future reference for me. That's all I wanted. Mm-hmm. The Lurkers. I'm going to go ahead and put that in the chat, too, just so that way we have it available. Alrighty. And so, with that, we can kind of get into the, the planning and engagement side of things for the score. Um, what is the plan? The, uh, the bill hooks are leaving it up to you as far as, like, if you want to go head first assault, if you want to sneak, if you want to, like, socially manipulate your way in that's all good as gravy for them the riot's gonna take place regardless to give you the opportunity to get tarvel out of there um they have detailed maps of the situation so um basically everything from official blueprints of ironhook prisons to like oh this is like the prison tunnel system that people use to get cell phone not cell phones obviously but in the common parlance uh to get like drugs and money and food into the prison for stuff like that that way i think we're gonna go that way mm-hmm. so is, is that considered stealth or social uh the drug tunnel way the thing you just said yeah that is definitely a, a stealthy approach okay because yeah i was thinking stealth social social and deception would almost be the same thing here Right, because I, I think in the case of, like, deception, um, you would need to kind of just Wait, trick your way in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but social would be a little bit more like, hello, we are here because we're supposed to be here. How do you do? Let us in. We're not prisoners. <laughs> knock, knock. Let us back out. Knock, knock. We're not criminals. <laughs> I tried talking one time. It was awful. <laughs> So it sounds like y'all want to sneaky deaky your way. <laughs> we going in sneaky beaky like. Oh boy, that'll be great. <laughs> and the, the point of infiltration is going to be uh, the uh, smuggle tunnels, is what they're called. All right, the smugglers right, are going through I was the smuggle sewers tunnels. because then no one will even want to touch us to arrest us. Did you say smuggle tunnels or did you say snuggle tunnels? <laughs> We're the tunnel rats. Tunnel rats rule. Uh, you can go in through the sewers. Sewers are pretty gross, so I would definitely... Uh, Check your <laughs> there's, best shots. Mm-hmm. You'd make sure that you're all caught up on hepatitis medication. I hate you all for this. Let's go. <laughs> and is there any additional information that y'all want to gather as part of the mission? We're not. Wait, we're going through the sewer. I thought no, we were just just the prison pocket tunnel. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you hate it. Okay. <laughs> the prison pocket tunnel. It's just made it worse than the sewer. <laughs> um, looking at the the maps that they have laid out, mm-hmm. do these look like current maps, or are there areas that um, from Peacock being in the prison before? That you'd be like, hey, wait a minute, there's actually a gap over here, or there's a new wall here that's not supposed to be, that's not on this map, or anything like that. Um, yeah, you're kind of going off of lived experience. Let's see. I'd say if you gave me a study fortune roll, that you're studying the map, seeing how up to date they are. Um, yeah, let, let's let's see it out. Let's see what you see. Double ones on the study. 
these maps match your understanding of the tunnels whenever you were there. Not the tunnels, but of the layout of the prison when you were there. You don't believe there's been any like major reconstruction that's happened. <laughs> Ridiculous. Gotta love it. I mean, it looks like it's pretty uh, on brand, but you just got to bear in mind the results of the riot could create blockades and barricades that we don't anticipate until we get there. So as we're looking at this map, I think we need to figure out a couple of potential exits, even if we can only really plan on one entrance. Okay. I, I agree. Keep the sewers in mind. No one wants to go in the sewers. D'Artagnan kind of wants to go in the sewer, to be honest. But I mean, not, you know, like, just, just poop water. It's not the worst thing in the world. <laughs> D'Artagnan's like, well, he can go ghost mode now, and he's he's so dramatic. He doesn't have to actually touch it anymore, and so he likes to show off. You know how he is. Wait a minute. Does he turn into a ghost and then poop and his poop comes out real? So he never has to wipe? We can use that as a distraction. <laughs> oh, there's ghost poop all over the place. Ah, yeah. uh, ghosts come don't off poop. Cereal. Oh, it's in my hair. <laughs> it's ectoplasmic. <laughs> nah, ghosts don't poop. Okay, so I, I think we need alternate exit, potentially the sewers. Also potential exit, disguised version, and walking out the front door. But I don't know how we do that with the dude. That may be a, if we don't succeed, that's just how we exit. It's the Dr. Evil style of rioting. You guys make a commotion, and we walk out the front door. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, All right. Sounds like we have plans in place. So uh, which so, one's A, B, and C? Is sewer three? Is that C? <laughs> Sewer's a little worst case scenario. <laughs> if we can walk out the front door with this dude, we're doing that. So we're with him in tow, probably not. Isn't that like plan B, though? Because I, I would think that the same smuggling way we get in would be plan A. Sewers are plan C, right? Yes. Yeah, I don't want to get I get that I said it, but I don't want to go there. And then plan D is like... <laughs> and plan, plan B is, as always, Ghost Arcanian. Well, yeah, that's in every single plan. I mean, that's assumed, so... <laughs> plan D, Plan D'Artagnan, of course. It worked so well the one time. <laughs> All right. So the engagement role, is the operation particularly bold or daring? I can't imagine a more bold or daring plan. <laughs> Great. Does the plan's detail expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? Uh, I wouldn't say it hurts them where they're weakest, but they're also not strong against this kind of approach. Like, it's been shown that people can get things in and out of Iron Hook. So 
they don't have specific defenses for it, but they also aren't particularly weak to infiltration. I, uh, any friends or contract uh, contacts provide aid or insight for the operation. All the bill hooks. Yeah. Paid off cops. Quite a bit. <laughs> I'd say the bill hooks can function as your, your friend or contact that is providing a great deal of information for you to succeed. And they're probably uh, providing a map and a riot. Mm-hmm. And are there any uh, enemies or rivals that are trying to interfere with your operation? Uh, I don't think my rivals... I mean, indirectly, yes. Because <laughs> everyone's going to be trying to get to him first. Whether or not they would go out of their way to create problems for anyone else, that's... I think he means, like... Do we specifically have a rival? Like my rival wouldn't know anything about this specific thing. Yeah, yeah I the don't only people think... that really know are uh, the people in the room. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think Flint would. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone who's like active going at your heart. Uh, now, the Iron Hook Prison as an institution is a significant item in the city. Iron Hook is considered a tier four hold. <laughs> so, like, they're a big deal. Um, however, you get to use the benefits not only of yourself, but also of the bill hooks. So, even though the bill hooks are only like tier two and y'all are only tier two, um, I'd say that with the combined effort of, of both of y'all, oh, hi, Ari, I'd say with the like, combined effort of both of y'all, we consider y'all kind of like more like tier three. And so, we're back down to one dice. So we have one D6 to use as part of the engagement roll. Oh, no, wait, you get two, because you also have them being particularly, you have the one die for Sherlock. So you have two dice to use as part of the engagement roll. And so we're going to be stealthing in through the uh, smuggle tunnels. Who would like to roll the engagement? I say this because it... It seems like a thing I say almost every time on re-listens, where I always say, I don't think I've rolled one of these yet. <laughs> but I think I've rolled two or three of them. It feels to me like a peacock roll. Um, I can oh. roll. This is peacock breaking into the prison that he was held in. This feels personal. I don't know. It feels personal for him. Yeah, that's fair enough. And Tarvol did speak with peacock specifically. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I just rolled two ones on the same roll. Yeah, but you shouldn't do it yeah, again. So you can't do that two more yeah, times. Yeah, but then you rolled the twenty, so you got hot hands. Yeah, you're you're rolling some madness today. <laughs> I'm actually big excited. money. You're gotta really come like hot hot hands. Either double six or double one. All right, what am I rolling? Rolling two d six on the engagement roll. Where's the uh, engagement? So that should be part on the on the. Uh, Character sheet should be in the bottom. What? Where is it? Exactly. What? Is it on the crew sheet? I didn't think so. Probably is on the crew sheet, actually. Oh, yeah, it is on the crew sheet. Just a little Mm -hmm. roll engagement button. So you're going to roll two dice. Five and four. You start yourselves off in a risky position. Not bad. It's not a desperate position. Hey, that could have been a lot worse. <laughs> it could have been. Yeah, it could have. 
Hell yeah. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So you find yourself into a bit of a risky position. Um, what would be something that poses like a minor disadvantage for you? Stupid goat, dude. He's so excited. He keeps making <laughs> freaking noises. <laughs> keeps like elevating through the ground, looking left to right, and then going back down like a submarine. Down <laughs> looks into the prison and then goes back down. <laughs> Get your ah. shit together, D'Artagnan. <laughs> see, it's like from the bottom, like in the yard of the prison, you just see like the head of a goat lift up and just like look left, look right, and then just. <laughs> it's like the weirdest uh. submarine. Periscope. <laughs> Periscope down. <laughs> French, Periscope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Periscope. And now he's French because he's. Never mind. Oh. Oh. I want to see what what should how should we start you bad boys off? So you're risky. You're not in a dangerous situation. Um, start us off. So, take a load so y'all take the lovely boat that y'all own, at, or that owl owns, <laughs> <Hello. laughs> and li- kind of pull yourselves yeah. up to the side on one of the canals, throw it's onto one of like the side docks there, and there is this like sewer grate built into the side of iron hook prison that needs to get like rote rotated out all the way that kind of reveals this much more haphazardly much older like previously now unused tunnel that kind of winds its way up and around into the iron hook prison and i'd say the risky position has to do less so with like being immediately like caught or found out or being in a dangerous position as you're coming in, but just the inherent risk of this much physical activity kind of potentially wearing you down before the job's even like begun in earnest. Um, So I think this might be one of those things where uh, you need to kind of overcome the obstacle that is the tunnel system itself physically before you've broken into the prison in earnest. So this could be something like a group prowl role, a hunt role, um, something with... Quick, name yes. something I have nothing in. Name, name <laughs> I have nothing in. It's like, like uh, all my points are in those two. <laughs> Tinker to get the gate open. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's necessary, but like, you know, kind of exerting yourself. I feel like we're prowling. I think, yeah, I think trying to, because I did not... do, I did take some stuff in prowl. Pretty sure. Oh. Wait, did I take some stuff in prowl? No, I took. Yeah, I took one thing in prowl and two in finesse. <laughs> so I mean, it sounds like y'all are planning a group prowl role here. Who wants to lead? I think. Do you want to do you it? Can. You can. I was gonna say I feel like I'm I'm probably better at that, but if you want to, we are both very prowly. So actually, funny thing with more like um, rowdy. <laughs> funny thing with group actions is the person who's the worst at the group action is actually the best person to lead it because they don't get stressed if they fail; they only get stressed if other people fail. Oh, then, then let's go, Pika. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, Queen talks, all right, guys, look at how the master does it. Oh, my back. <laughs> Ow, my back. Here's some logic to that, too, is we may have Peacock up front because he's familiar with the prison, although it may not be with the tunnel system, but Shep and I are both going heavy load. Yeah. Ah, so, oh, that's yeah. right. I forgot to ask. The load. Loadout is important here because heavy loads would be harder to navigate through the tunnels. Yeah, I was I was originally going to go heavy load, and I realized, you know what, this is the wrong time for Peacock to go heavy. So Peacock's actually going to go light. All right, all right. This the is... thought being that if he needs to, he can, like, try and talk his way out of stuff without looking like he's doing anything wrong. Oh, Snipe mm-hmm. totally looks like he's up to no good. <laughs> so normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Same. heavy. I'm, I'm heavy. I'm, I'm... I meant normal Snipe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right and owl what are you at i think i'm gonna go medium all right so uh owl go ahead and roll your risky prowl roll at normal effect you mean um, me? yeah yeah i think we were having uh peacock lead it because he's probably uh, the worst well all of y'all are rolling but peacock go ahead you go ahead and roll your prowl um with greater effect increase your effect because you're on your light load so I get great effect, risky mm-hmm. prowl, mm-hmm. and no bonus dice, right? Right. Unless you want to push yourself or have other someone else assist you. I, just for clarity, I thought I had read that if you're in the group action, you can't assist someone, but if you're not actually in the group, you could assist. That is possible. It's one of those nitty-gritty details that almost no one remembers. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Steve. God. However you want to play it. But I, I, I'd know, say, I know we've yeah. done it. Freaking narc. Just give him a flashback when we used to play Josh with um, those two Gage? brothers. Yes. Gage. Every three seconds, he'd be like, actually, this is how it works. <laughs> <laughs> well, to oh. be fair, you had to have that with Hackmaster because Hackmaster oh, was Gage. a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I was reading a lot of this common villainy rules. All right. Well, congratulations. We're starting with a one. We're starting with a one on the group action. All right. Owl, you are next. Go ahead and make a risky prowl roll with standard effect. Uh, Okie dokie. All right. We need to get Peacock into hey! doing some jogging or something. One success. That's a big successor there. All right, and Shep and Snipe both make your prowl rolls with lesser effect. Or I believe it's called limited effect. They're risky? Mm-hmm. Limited. Mm-hmm. No bonus dice. Nope, no bonus dice. All right, Shep rolled a four, two, and four. And Snipe? I rolled, it just didn't... Oh, I didn't submit. Never mind. <laughs> A one, two, one. So Peacock takes one point of stress for uh, Snipe's failed roll. His uh, bag's really heavy. Other than that, no additional stress. Um, doesn't cost any stress to lead a group action, so we're good. I was double-checking that in my own head. You Maybe did the should. strap wrong right here. He's, like, fixing his backpack. <laughs> <laughs> his leg gets, like, caught in one of the bends, and he's like, motherfucker, and, like, kicks one of those, like, side grates really loudly, and he's like... This is why I never carry this much shit. <laughs> my backpack sucks. My backpack sucks. 
because we're trying to not stay in the prison. It's like going uh, cave diving where you're like, if you freak out, you're going to make it way worse for you. And you have like two swords at your back and you're like one of them. One of them's on a corner, guys. Push, push it back and then push it down. Uh, all right, I love it. Maybe I didn't need this jackhammer. Uh, so y'all are able to kind of navigate your way to and fro within the Ironhook prison, make your way kind of deeper into the heart of it. Um, as you you don't like get lost, you don't like lose your bearing or anything like that. There are a couple of close calls, like when someone gets caught in a corner or there's like a really tight squeeze in this particular instance. Um, but there's it, it's just slow going on account of having to crawl your way through the prison. Um, you get to the kind of end point at still it's still one of the lower portions of the prison itself. You know, Tarvel's kind of located a little bit higher up since he's considered like a VIP. Um, so you're going to need to work your way through Ironhook Prison to get to him. But you're in, and um, you haven't heard the riot start as your like key distraction. Do y'all want to kind of go out and begin like getting ahead of things, or do you want to wait for the riot to kick off in earnest? Because um, you are up against a clock as other people who might be willing to take more risks may get to Tarvel first. That's what I was going to say is that we have to get there first. We're getting this money. Okay, we'll stop kicking things. <laughs> <laughs> I, kicked, I kicked one thing. Listen. You've caused more noise in all of these jobs than I ever just did with the kick. That's not true. It is 100% he true. That's nothing as he's standing in a bucket. <laughs> Listen, we'll sort this out later, but right now we got to move. All right. Uh, so y'all are going to make a couple of, of risky plays by going on ahead before the, like, the riot kicks off in earnest. All right. So I'd say that so gets you into a risky position. Um, right now, it's all basically about avoiding blue coat patrols. Um, the iron hook prisoners are a rowdy bunch, even down here in the lower levels. So them shouting and yelling and stuff like that is not going to kind of change the guards dispositions. Um, because the number of times they've been faked out by like, Oh shit, he's leaving. He's leaving. And then a blue coat patrol comes, and then the like fucking idiots got him like, like constantly, like three times. <laughs> oh shit, he's stealing! He's stealing! Run over, you motherfuckers! Like, um, so they are a, a kind of loud and rowdy bunch. They're kind of like, "What's the matter? You're not here to save me!" Like as you're kind of running past, um, but that's not gonna do much for the blue coat patrols. So it's basically just avoiding line of sight. How do y'all want to go about kind of navigating your way through the halls? Are you kind of looking for the most direct route? Are you kind of looking to circuitously make your way around different patrols? Um, you don't have a lot of information on the patrols um, since that wasn't like part of the architecture information. Um, but you have an idea since, you know, Peacock was in the prison of like, generally people will come by once every X number of minutes. In a group of four, they'll do this, they'll do this, they'll do this. So what 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 is the hope? How do you how do you want to go about it? 
can. I feel like if our goal is to get there first, we just got to beeline it. Thinking, I think you either go or you don't go. Yeah. Either, either go or wait it. for the next. Make it big, make it fast, make it quiet. Yeah. All right. We're trying to go direct. Can ship pull a hunt to find the nearest patrol and find us a way around them? Yeah, can I tell, can I uh, do that and then tell D'Artagnan to go through the walls and check the other side? Yeah, you want to um, basically reconnoiter a little bit while the group kind of stays back a little bit? Um. Yeah, I think we'll take like 30 seconds, probably no longer. Yeah. Just like... That sounds like you're surveying a situation. Uh kind of getting a, a sense for trouble or even I would say hunting may be something that you're doing as well. You're kind of searching out the blue coat patrols. No, I, I was thinking hunting to avoid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, specifically like tracking, hunting, like looking, making for sure that you're keeping behind them, staying out of their line of sight. Okay. So I, I honestly think either hunt, prowl, or Survey would make sense here. Okay. I'll stick it's, with, you're definitely still in a risky, risky position. I'll stick with hunt and just feels correct. Um, risky standard? Yes, I'd say still standard effect. Standard. Um, and then... Can I throw in a system? Nope. Absolutely. How do you plan on a system? Um, just kind of with... If D'Artagnan's poking through one way... Um, just checking corners and giving the hand signal go-aheads. Yeah, kind of. Just (laughs) giving him a triangulation of where things might be. Just making sure D'Artagnan doesn't get in too much trouble. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) For like five (laughs) seconds. D'Artagnan just ghost shifts through the wall. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? (laughs) Three, five, two. Okay. Oh, I forgot to add. I forgot to add his uh, his dice. Or does he do that? Oh, uh, you just, add that one dice. It gives you an extra dice. So just so like, you go ahead, just slash roll one d six. Yeah. So, a five. So three, five, five, and two. All right. So you do it, but there is a complication. You suffer harm. I don't think that makes sense here. A complication occurs. You have reduced effect. You end up in a desperate position. I think you end up in a desperate position is a good one here. You are able to kind of reconnoiter. You do see like this group of blue coats kind of exiting around and like turning a corner further down the maze. And like as you're kind of gathering some information about your location within Ironhook Prison, um, you can tell that there is like a guard shift or something that is occurring. So there's a group coming in and there's a group coming out, and your group is kind of sandwiched between those two groups. Um so I'd say that that's kind of part of the desperate position you're in here is that uh, it's very possible that if y'all don't find a way around the situation that y'all might be sandwiched. Okay, I look at D'Artagnan and he like does a goat noise that indicates that there's people over there. And I'm also looking okay. and I'm like, there's people over there too. Guard shift! Guard shift! We gotta go! So you think that there may be like some places that you can hide or um like che- cheesing it in a direction that is 
not parallel, the opposite. Well, actually, perpendicular, basically. Since there's, like, several hallways moving out and about, um, if you're able to kind of rush into the maze, you could potentially avoid them. Or, you know, find a spot to hide, go into, like, a supply closet of some kind. Um, try to, to basically get out of the way as quickly as possible as a, can, as a team. Can I huck a knife down the hallway as a distraction? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, as part of, like, a what was that noise kind mm-hmm. of situation? Or, like, make it so it's like, oh, someone oh, no. has contraband weapons here. Oh, but, yeah, let me change that because the knife is not the best option there. That's what's thinking. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it may be one of my dumbest ideas. <laughs> I throw a knife at a cop. <laughs> okay, I'm thinking just like a billy club or a, a sap. Right. Just something to keep prisoners in line. Something to bludgeon bruise and if someone's being particularly bad break bone yeah like he wants to chuck one of those down because you said there was kind of a crossing of guards kind of after one goes before the other goes if he can land it around a corner just so that there's a noise and if they find it it's not going to be like oh my god super conspicuous there's a gun here or a a throwing knife but something Mm -hmm. that someone could have just dropped Oh, yeah, absolutely. It sounds like you're trying to finesse the, the situation a little bit here, if you ask me. Yeah. Well, I can use a an unusual weapon. I'll do that. Yeah, absolutely. Just like a billy club or a... Yep. So I'm yeah. going to tick off an unusual weapon. Perfect, perfect. Uh, this is a desperate roll because you are kind of on a time crunch and the, the guards are quick, quick approaching. And you're trying to use this as a kind of quick getaway tool. Well, let's do this with the new skill I got last time. All right. Let's use my desperate action. I'll get a plus one dice. Um, mm-hmm. Is there anything I have to check on that? Uh, no, I don't. I believe it's any time you do a desperate roll, right? Oh, okay. Yes. When you roll a desperate action, you get plus one die and get minus one die to resist consequences. So just any time you roll desperate, you get that extra die. All right, so he fishes around in his bag. He pulls out this billy club, and he's going to huck it down the hallway. Effect? Uh, Standard. Standard. There you go, plus one die. Um, Inventory and special ability? Okay. That's cool. Yay! Four or five. Get that extra tick of an experience under the finesse group. Four or five. You do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer severe harm. A serious complication occurs. You have reduced effect. Um. Okay, I'd say that there in the back is. Of the <laughs> you just you hit yourself right in the dome. You knock yourself <laughs> out instantly. Kick uh, something else. I told you, man. Uh. I think with the desperate situation, I'm going to tick a clock here. I'd say you're still in a pretty desperate situation. There's still quite a bit that can go wrong here, Um, but you're able to distract the guards enough uh, that it kind of provides you and your team a bit of an opening to kind of sneak yourselves away. Uh, The serious complication that occurs, I'd say, is... uh, 
in having to like start your runaway, you're going in the wrong direction. Like to get yourself out of there, you have to kind of go the long way to get to Tarvel. You're running out of time, and uh, the guards are on a little bit higher alert here on the bottom levels. Uh, so they're not so far alerted that they're going to immediately kind of like cry out. Um, um, but I am going to tick in three ticks of guard suspicion. We'll call it alarms raised. Um, so their their hackles are raised. They're on the alert, but they are not like actively searching for you. They're like, everyone check your belt. Make sure that you didn't lose one of your clubs. It was probably Frank, that dumbass. Probably doesn't even realize that he doesn't that he doesn't have his weapon on him. Make sure prisoners can't get these. Last thing we want is a fucking riot on our hands. You kind of hear that as you're like, perfect. You can resist that complication, by the way, if you'd like, Steve. No, I think that's a fine complication. Do you want me to take that minus one die, sir? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, it's, it's an honor. I, I will accept the consequences of my action. <laughs> what does resist do? If you choose to resist, you take, you're basically trading the consequences for stress, I think. Yes. Or at least a portion of the consequences for stress, depending on how intense the consequence is. Perfect. So y'all are able to kind of get away from this sandwiching of the guards. Uh, they kind of pass each other. They shift on their shifts. Uh, but you are further away from Tarvel than you were before and still here on the lower levels. Um, you're still going to need to continue to find a way to kind of sneak up, basically. Um, now, there was things that you kind of learned as part of the undertaking of the prison. Um, generally, that'll be something along the lines of uh, the different ways up that they have. Um, I think even like without rolling, there's like the laundry dumbwaiter and the stairs and, uh, you know, like the servants pathways. So that way there's like the places that the cops go down and the places that the people who will be serving food and have their serving trays and everything like that. Um, so there are a couple of ways that you have to go forward beyond just run up the stairs and pray that no one is coming down the stairs while you're going up. <laughs> All right, who's up next? Owl? <laughs> it is me, Owl, in the dark. Hello. <laughs> I'm here. Uh, Owl, here, let me, put, let me put on, let me put on, um, let me just... There light. we go. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Turn um, on a white screen. Yeah, I had to click on a white screen. <laughs> Everything's in dark mode. <laughs> except for my Google Home screen. Um, Alright. So. <laughs> What's... I mean, is it possible that you could like tinker your way through like a locked door in order to get us a shortcut? It's, I think it's possible. Josh, is it possible? Oh yeah, absolutely. You want to kind of like uh, 
Well, actually, the um, little dumbwaiter that they use for, like, laundry services, um, you can kind of finagle with that to try to get yourselves up there. Um, it makes a little bit of noise by virtue of the fact that it's a dumbwaiter, um, but you should be able to finagle it in such a way that it comes down and takes you up to the level that you want to go and not necessarily the laundry room, right? With a little bit of finagling. Now, I could also attune to the ghost field and just ask for the ghost for direction. <laughs> Let's not jump. But, uh, <laughs> Hypothetically, is there a ghost door around here? Ghost? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Nobody's died here. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, like, holding out my spirit mask, and then Peacock's just putting it down. <laughs> and he's holding up lock-picking tools, and I'm like, fine. <laughs> You're absolutely... <laughs> is it possible that once we get up there you can effectively jam it so that no other groups could use it behind us yeah I mean it's just a good old crowbar and the socket just wrench or whatever <laughs> just cut the rope <laughs> I'm gonna ruin laundry services to iron hook for weeks <laughs> they're gonna be so stinky by the they're way they're like not only did they wreck our prison and get the prisoners, but they also just cut this rope for no reason. Why would they do bastard. <laughs> Some people want to just want to watch the world burn. Someone put a bunch of like towels in the toilets. <laughs> Don't they know how stinky the prisoners get? <laughs> they have the uh, the wet bandits from Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just one disgruntled like administrator <laughs> just like oh god. <laughs> Do you have any idea how many requisition forms I'm going to have to fill out to get a piece of rope long enough to fix that dumb waiter? <laughs> Those motherfuckers. It's going to take months. <laughs> it's going to take days. <laughs> Honestly, it's pretty funny. Okay, oh. tinker roll. What a, um, so, I, yeah, I, mean, push myself. Like that was just the first idea that came to my mind. I mean, hey, let's, let's do it. I, I mean, tinker. definitely. As yeah, Owl shoves a, a bag full of chips into her mouth. <laughs> uh, Alright, <laughs> <laughs> guys, takes out the crowbar and just hits the button. <laughs> it's fixed. <laughs> Alright. Uh I'd say yeah, go ahead and if you want, you can like lead a group action with you and Snipe, because it looks like Snipe's also someone who has Tinker. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to just kind of run YOLO solo on the Tinker while other people hold on lookout. Snipe could hand me the tools and get me some help. I don't know how his stress ah. level is, though, right now. That's fine. Okay. So, All right. I was going to say that uh, Peacock, since you know, since he kind of was like, let's not call out the spirits, um, I'll use one of my foresight opportunities to give a free assist. All right. To Miss Owl in her uh, attempt to finagle with the dumbwaiter mechanisms. All right, perfect, perfect. Go ahead and roll that tinker. It's risky, standard effect. And you get one die for um, Snipe's assistance and one die for Peacock's uh, foresight. So two total extra die. Okay. Uh... Tinker, it's risky, right? Risky? 
risky, risky standard two dice. Yay, kind of. We are not rolling sixes. It's like four, five, four, five, not six. Uh, all right, so a five, a three, and a four. So that is a success. However, there is a complication. Um, I think I have a good one. And that is, uh, we, we kind of see Owl begin finagling with the um, the inner mechanisms of the dumbwaiter, kind of getting it so it adjusts to the correct level that you believe Tarvel to be on from Peacock's lived experience and from what they had uh, with the reconnaissance that they did on their own time. And we see, like, as she's doing it, it's like... Um, Home Alone. I almost said Full House. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a Home Alone moment where she, like, adjusts something and kind of finalizes it. And there's, like, an electric shock. And she's like, and as she's getting electrocuted, she kind of, like, falls partially into the dumbwaiter and just, like, falls on the back of her head. So she takes level two harm. Uh, Ow. (laughs) Resist that. That is a lot. (laughs) That's pretty big time harm. Um. If that is something you would like to resist, you can either expend an armor or uh, just kind of like resist the shock, and so that way it doesn't impact you as heavily. Mom, I didn't take medium. I'm gonna spend an armor. Alrighty, so you're gonna uh, you need to click two clicks of the armor to expend it. So it counts as two load, um, and so. That'll bring it down from level two harm to. I, I think with the expenditure of armor, we can bring it down to level zero. Uh, I was wearing a hard hat. Always <laughs> wear a hard hat when doing <laughs> <laughs> when doing physical labor. I like Osha the event. Was so proud. Osha is we still kind, there. We kind of see that scene play out, and then we rewind it, and you're like, "Wow, that would have been really bad if I wasn't wearing these rubber gloves." <laughs> and then she just points to the helmet, and she goes, "Safety first, guys. That's what's really important." I'm still a little sore. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> that kind of hurt though. <laughs> uh, and the dumb waiter, it's there on your floor. Um, it can fit probably like two people, so you you'll need to take multiple trips. Um. And it's a little noisy, so that's kind of like the risk that you're running. It kind of has to go through each floor. Um, but you'll be able to make it there much faster than if you were kind of sneaking level by level. All right. Peacock will go on the second run. All right. Who's first up the, the dumbwaiter? Since everyone's speak, I think Snipe in his giant bag of things. <laughs> I feel like he has to go with somebody else because I also have a giant bag of like too much crap. It's just going to take extra trips and D'Artagnan. He and I have to deal with D'Artagnan, yeah. Like, I think most of us are lighter people. Like, Peacock so may weigh as much. Yeah. <laughs> you just see D'Artagnan just shift through the roof of the, of the dumbwaiter, just float his way up. He's going up, and then he's going back down, and then he's going up again. He wants to see what's inside of there. Like, he's just, just so freaking mischievous. He's he checking for snacks what he's doing. Like... <laughs> Head's going outside, looking at the prisoners, and then goes back <laughs> in. Like... Every floor, you just hear, oh! <laughs> What the fuck? Oh, God! <laughs> he's the joke that hits all the buttons in the elevator. 
<laughs> All right, so Snipe and Owl, y'all are the first ones up. Uh, you kind of, it does like kind of jostle and shake a little bit while you're on it. You're probably exceeding the recommended elevator safety precautions. <laughs> but you know, it's designed to hold a bunch of laundry. It can probably hold you guys too. Yeah, this load of laundry just had more poop in it. Yeah, this load of laundry was just a little heavier than usual. Have you ever held an entire basket of laundry? <laughs> Heavy. <laughs> and uh, you kind of shakes a little bit, and you make your way up to the, the top area there. And you hop out, and you can kind of see there's just, like, large piles of laundry that have been kind of thrown haphazardly along the floors here, um, like, hasn't been separated. There's just a bunch of dirty laundry on one side and some clean unfolded laundry on the other. Uh, smells pretty rough, but as you kind of make your way out of the dumbwaiter here at the top, you hear a rather large commotion occurring outside, uh, and you believe that the riot has started in earnest as you have made your way to the <gasps> It's happening! <laughs> it's just ha- We're doing it! We're being good heisters! <laughs> Rise up! All right. <laughs> and on the second one, it is Peacock and Mr. Shep himself. You kind of send the dumbwaiter back down. Y'all enter, and y'all rise back up to the top here without incident. I think you rolled high enough that I don't think there is a complication here at this portion. Um... Now, the floor that you're on is also the floor that Tarvel's on. There's a lot of VIPs, very like into, like rich prisoners or prisoners with a lot of pull on this floor. So normally this area would be heavily, heavily, heavily guarded. Um, but with the riot currently undergoing, that is reduced significantly. Um, let's do a raw fortune. Excuse me, I have the hiccups. Um, does anyone want to roll me just flat 2d6? Uh, and that'll determine higher numbers are good for y'all. So you want higher numbers. That'll determine how much of a distraction that the right is being. So one through three, minimal distraction, four or five, medium distraction, six, big time distraction, crit. It's catastrophic for the, for the prison kind of situation. So you almost want it to be good, but not too good. Uh, Who would like to roll the two dice? I would. All right, Owl, let's see it. Owl will do it. Owl will do it. She is usually our distraction if it's not D6. Just 2d6. Double double threes. That's very not good. Not good for us or not oh, good for I the riot? I thought it was a six. Double three, not good for the riot. They're, they mm-hmm. did not make as much noise as was initially uh, estimated. It's us. happening! <laughs> we did it! And you just, it's over. No, it doesn't, it's not over that fast. Um, I think what it is, is the blue coats that are going to put down the riot, a lot of them are being taken from other places. And the VIP area is still rather lousy with blue coats um you kind of take a moment to like peek your way out of the 
uh, interior of the laundry room, and you see that there's like a blue coat patrol basically never leaves your line of sight kind of situation. Um, you know where Tarvel's um, home base is, I guess Tarvel's cell is. He's not that far away, um, but it'll take something pretty significant here in order to obfuscate yourselves in such a way that you make it there without raising alarm. Now, so hear me out. <laughs> no, well, hold, hold up. Oh. There is a special ability that Owl has never used yet. There, Owl has a special ritual that has not come into effect, and that is her obfuscating cloud ritual that she's going to do. It, do it. She's Where like, she can emit a a large cloud within oh, the present yeah, of her. It's not necessarily like. Does this require dairy products? No. It's a downtime action where she vapes a lot. And she I might mean, invite Snipe, and that's a plus for everyone. I, I guess I could, but uh, it it's going to be real spooky, guys. It's going to be spookier than the riots. Is it going to be worse than that ghost door thing? I don't think so. Then do it. Okay. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> well... I Maybe mean, ghosts can't come out of it, right? There's too long of a silence there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, okay, so she's gonna, I guess, do that. That wasn't an answer to the question. <laughs> answer the question, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> and don't worry about it. Um. All right, Peacock is automatically gonna burn his spirit being charm. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, don't 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 burn it unless you have to. I mean, nope, it's yeah, burnt. It might not be. <laughs> might not, uh, uh, but I said it might not even help as the spirit being pardoned like comes into effect. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not <laughs> about whether it helps. Trying. He thinks it helps. <laughs> so, uh, I guess I do that. No charm. <laughs> All right, one second here. So there are. So it does cost stress in order to activate, and the more stress you take, the bigger the effect is, right? Um, So the area is at zero stress. You can kind of fill a closet with the fog, right? At one stress, it's a small room. At two stress, it's a large room. Mm Mm-hmm. For three stress, it is several rooms worth of this obfuscating clouds. Mm-hmm. At four stress, it's a small building. Mm-hmm. At five stress, it's a large building. And at six stress, you fill an entire city block. Well, we don't need to fill the whole building. <laughs> we just need to get to Iron, him and Iron get Hope out. Iron is functionally the size of a city block. Um, but if you just want to do your little area here, I'd say like three stress would be enough to obfuscate you and the cells necessary to get to Tarble. Um, if you want to go a little bit bigger, just in case your math is wrong, then, you know, there's no harm in doing that. I will go four. 
you know, just to be on the safe side. Alrighty. Also, I'm um, two ways to stress away from having a trauma. <laughs> we love it. Uh, so with four stress, you just kind of see Owl. She kind of peeks her way out the side. And does it, like, come out of your mouth? Or does it just kind of, like, rise up from the ground? No, it's... It okay, I, I got it, I got it. So she's just, like... She just keeps doing, like, the motion where she, like... Like, rises her hands, like, from the ground up her sternum and like like through her chin and then she just does that a lot and then and then she goes mm. oh god no <laughs> oh, gross like a really big burp <laughs> this is way more like something D'Artagnan would do <laughs> and then he just collapses his pants thinking about him like, oh my god what do I do what do I do? Help me! Help me! It could be either end of D'Artagnan. We it's should like get moving. Pumping on her chest, like... Just little... <laughs> like was... little, like, spurts of fog. Mike talking to, um... To Snipe, I'm like, that was super gross. <laughs> D'Artagnan's just like... Gross. Yeah, even the goat's like... You should <laughs> never do that again. That's why it wasn't really, like, you know, all for doing it. It's, uh, you could have said no. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. It's Let's done go. now. I, you know, good good thing I didn't have, like, linguine and clam sauce on my way here, okay? No. You know, you'll be smelling that the whole way. The whole way through the cloud. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> 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 More jailbreak, less of that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you've completely filled up this area of the prison with that obfuscating fog. Like, there's kind of like an immediate reaction, or people are like, "Where's that coming?" Like, they're trying to like find the source of it. Um, but it is a very thick cloud. Um, very difficult to see anything through. Like, almost like as your hand extends, like the couple of feet that it goes, it almost like disappears into the cloud. It's so thick. I am going to put on my spirit mask as a precaution. Uh, yeah, and there is a little, like, subcategory of uh, darker understanding that Owl has as part of her occult ritual here, and that is that the mist is, like, watches her, right? Both magical and benign. And so you see, like, as she kind of puts the mist over her head, there's, like, the, that, like, twinkle of magic that kind of ever floats and you just see like pale eyes forming in the clouds and disappearing like all around you as you can like you feel very close to a lot of people without seeing very many people well i like, also have ghost mind which means i'm always aware of supernatural entities in my presence so it's probably <laughs> going off like crazy right now <laughs> like that's just it. it's just like the ghost mind you feel the presence of ghosts but they're like far away but you can feel the they're like presence very close you know something's watching you in here but your ghost mind's not going off and i think that might put uh owl even a little bit more on it. She's like <laughs> the motion sensor's not going off, but I know something's out there. <laughs> Alright, we gotta take she, advantage she of this feels cloud a... before it disappears. Let's go. Let's just let's just get this over with. Come on. So how, on, how close like were the nearest group of guards to the cell that we're trying to get into? 
Uh, I'd say in the moment uh, you had a rather clear opening to the guards, um, but since the fog has activated, there's been a lot of movement happening within the cloud itself. Um, so you don't know the exact layout of where the guards are in the moment, um, but you may be able to sneaky stealth your way through. The fog's very thick, so there's only like barely a couple feet of visibility before things go completely dark. Um, and the halls are pretty wide in this area. Uh, so if you are careful and sneaky, you should be able to kind of go out and around them without taking much notice. But then there's also the cell itself that you have to get Tarvel out of. So basically, we need to prowl. Sneaky. I think we have to group action kind of hand on shoulder, move down the hall together. Yeah. Okay, uh, so I think one of us should lead this time, because I think it's less a factor of how much stress is taken and more a factor of succeeding right now. Mm-hmm. What I would <laughs> almost say is that if you two <laughs> go to try and get to the cell, and Owl and Peacock stay back at the dumbwaiter to make sure that nobody comes behind us, Keep it at our level. Make sure nobody sneaks in. But if you interact with a guard or if, if the guards end up being too close, then um, then Peacock can kind of charge in and linebacker check them in order to get them out of the way so we can try and get him out and then follow afterwards. We could make, maybe leave our packs with you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You may need... Uh, your like tinkering tools or uh, demolition well, tools, a... depending on what you use. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, you, you bring that. I'm gonna bring my. I'm gonna bring my pack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll bring pack. Well, I my, this... my pack. I... If things go wrong, I'm the one blasting. So, <laughs> you know, like shoot. all your guns. Why no visibility. Always, why do you always want to shoot people? That's literally the it's only thing that we hired him for. Uh, <laughs> that is why I'm here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. It's, it's that and the damn goat. Well, it's actually the goat, and then I'm like part of. But yeah, yeah. Yes, we 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 brought him for the goat, and then he is useful in a different ways. Okay, but if we're both both gonna bring our packs, we're gonna have less effect, which is a problem. Well, why don't you just bring the tinkering tools and uh, let's yeah, go? I don't know. If, I don't know if we can separate load like that. Josh will let you. That's true. I'd say if you like drop your stuff with your team members, that I would let you take the benefit of a reduced load. Okay. It just kind of reduces what all you can pull out of your. Because then, bag. if we have to change course, we we're probably losing most of the stuff. Right. Well, you're leaving it with Peacock and Al, so... Yeah, but if you guys have to run for your lives, then... <laughs> it, it just means they would have a heavier load if they had to run. Yeah, you gotta remember, they, I'm they're tight, holding. so if I have to grab your shit and run, I can. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, that, that's a, it's a risk I'm willing to take. Perfect, perfect. So it sounds like it's gonna be Shep and Snipe prowling their way to the... Um, to the cell with uh, while reducing their load a little bit to make them a little bit more sneaky, stealthy. 
I, I, I didn't reduce mine, but yes. Oh, okay. But with Snipe reducing his load, be more stinky stealthy. Yeah. Perfect, I'll, perfect. I'll and who wants to, like... to lead the group action? I will lead it. All right. So let's do Shep's first then. Uh, Shep, go ahead and make that risky prowl roll with limited effect. Four, three, two. All right. And Snipe, make that uh, risky prowl roll with standard effect. I'm going to push myself. All right. Take that two stress, sir. That's what I'm talking about. For one dice? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm, that's fine. Do it. Four, three, one, one. So as part of the four, three, one, one, there is something that occurs. We have harm. A complication occurs. You have reduced effect. You end up in a desperate position. I'd say it's a it's a bit of a twofer. I'd hmm. say there is a large complication that occurs as part of the last tick in the alarms raising clock gets ticked. Uh, they become aware of your presence here on the floor. Alarms get raised, and that kind of ups the guard presence in the area. And as an extension of that fact, that you find yourself in a desperate position as you are very, very much against up against the clock while trying to break Tarvel out of his cell. Seems accurate. <laughs> Alrighty, so we will go ahead and maximize the alarms. Can we raised. resist that, or can I resist that, or does it have to be him? I believe it would need to be Snipe who resists the consequences, since he was the leader of the group action. Okay. I feel like we need to resist that. Alright, so you, uh, do you want to resist the desperate situation or the clock filling? Or the you can do both, but it's too... too I think the clock fillings. Alrighty. Like, I'm okay uh, with rolling desperate stuff. Mm -hmm. I just don't want us to be in deep, deep shit. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, so this is a consequence from deception, like stealthy sneaking. So that is an insight defense roll, or a resistance roll. Uh, do I just roll insight? Mm-hmm. Bonus dice. Six. Hey, six, four, four. No stress is taken as part of the uh, resistance there. And so we're still on three ticks of the guards being raised, but you are in a desperate position still um, by virtue of the guards basically running back and forth, trying to find out what's happening, what happened. Uh, are, are all the prisoners still pressing? Roll call, roll call. And basically... People rushing forward, like, is it a ghost infestation? Like, what's happening as they're trying to kind of get more information? You are up against the clock. Uh, but you make your way to Tarvel's uh, cell, and you kind of see him, like, with his head on the bars, just kind of like he waves at you as you each come through the fog, and he goes, I'll be honest, I was not expecting so much of a welcome committee and such a loud belch peacock i kind of like swoop him oh no he oh, doesn't see peacock here. he's not here rewind i'm gonna say he'll, peacock. He'll see him soon. <laughs> he's like i don't recognize you but hey any new face is a friend yes we were sent let's just be quiet and get you right out of here 
and I will roll a tinker with my fine lockpicks and All try right. to get Tarvul out of here. Ignore the goat. He's on our side. <laughs> the goat's like... <laughs> I will use my foresight for the lockpicking. All right. So That's normally, insane. with it being a tier four lock and y'all being at tier two? Yeah. Two? Uh, so y'all are at tier one. You have the fine lockpicks so that kind of brings you up a tier normally if you didn't have the fine lock picks it would be almost zero effect on the lock itself but with your fine lock pick it's been upgraded to limited effect i am also oh. going to use daredevil because it's a desperate action mm-hmm. and so not? that extra you can get that extra die there and then you've got the foresight from peacock mm-hmm. so desperate limited desperate limited if you'd like, you can push yourself to improve your effect, but that takes stress. Uh, or yeah, you can... But we need the effect to be... It needs to actually open. It needs to open. <laughs> okay. And I can burn my shadow ability to spend your special armor to resist a consequence from detection or security measures or push yourself for a feat of athletics or stealth. Okay, fine. I'll do standard effect, two dice. All right. Let's go. Three, four, four. Uh, all right. So that is a... Experience oh. point in Tinker, my friend. You do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer severe harm. A serious complication occurs, or you have reduced effect. I think, once again, we're going to have to go with that serious complication. Also, you did expend your, your special armor, uh, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, big-time serious complication. That just punches me right in the face. Don't say it, Josh. Don't you do it. <laughs> don't, don't do it. <laughs> don't give him ideas. I, I agree. Don't. Uh, I say we... I think there's a, a multi-parts to this very severe complication. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remain it. you remain in your, your desperate position here. We fill up the clock. No, um, don't, don't, no, 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 don't do it. <laughs> uh, you, you succeed. So you hear the lock kind of like click and the door open. And as the clock kind of succeeds, there is a blue coat guard basically that comes up and he's like Tarvel you still here and like he's just like right next to you guys and he's like Peacock um, is going to charge forward and clock him attempting Peacock can't see I think I'm gonna clock it I think think that's me (laughs) all right uh, so, so yeah, you, you kind of have a little bit of the drop on this guy. Like he is like armed and so he like immediately goes for like the club at his hip can we, um, can we do the dumber thing and I resist it? Can resist the uh, you can resist any one of those kind of like three effects. Oh, uh, I did. I the I only heard the one up, of the guard. The, yeah, the clock filling up, the oh. remaining in a desperate position, or the guard being next to you guys. So you can resist any one of those three. Ah, oh, there we go. The you can resist any one of those three compli- complications. What? I still don't want the clock filled up. Mm-hmm. 
What's better for us now, though? I think the clock filling up sucks, but I think this guy being right, well, that guy being there is a very, very large problem. I think you can deal with the guy. I just don't want more guys. Okay, I'll deal with the guy. I am the guy. Uh, All right. So it sounds like, Steve, you would like to resist the consequence that occurred as part of the clock filling up. If I'm going to keep rolling Daredevil, I should resist a consequence once in a while. All right. Uh, so, so this is part of, I think, once again, this is an insight defense, uh, since it's about sneakery and tinkery, if you will. Um, and so normally you would get two die or no, three die, three die on your insight rolls. And now you got I, I can pick minus one. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Do it four. So that takes two total stress. Uh, uh, as fine. part of the uh, clock not filling up, the blue coat guard kind of like immediately reaches for his baton as he kind of comes across you, the two of you, and you're able to like you hear the lock click and you throw the like cell door open. Um, and he goes to kind of like pull out his club and he goes like halt. And like, as he's saying halt, I'll give uh Shep an opportunity to do whatever action he just wanted to do. I'm going straight for the neck. So I'm going to try Maybe he like sees those two, those two. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of off to the side. I see him like half a second before mm-hmm. I go straight for. Shoot for his neck to stop him for his neck noise. Just sleeper oh. hole. Right. So there are a couple of ways that you can kind of go about doing the the sleeper hold here. Um, Skirmish is generally the go to for things like wrestling and the likes, uh, like fighting up close and personal, a brawl, so to speak, Um, as well as like wreck where you're just trying. You're just I'm here to wreck. I'm here to do large chaos big big blows but would um, that not perhaps be a prowl of ambushing i but i was gonna say but since you're also ambushing with close violence i think that going for the prowl would also make sense yes actually i think prowl makes the most sense because this is uh, literally a backstab or throat cutting or mm-hmm. blackjack yeah okay <laughs> Perfect. i'll go for a prowl then Definitely still in a desperate position. Is this desperate? Um, <laughs> <laughs> are we desperate though? Really? Think. really? You think we are? Toned it down a little. Just in the bit middle of the prison at the top. A little middle of the road. We'll call my little. Ain't smoky enough. Standard effect. Mm. Uh, are, are, do you have a weapon that is fine that you can use to kind of boost us up to standard? Because otherwise it would be limited. It's time for that uh, equipment, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a lot of potential things. Um, uh, the quality of your weapons is boosted by one by virtue of the fact that y'all do have the quality weapons. Um, so it's saying, like, if you have, like, a fine, fine weapon, then that can get you one step What further. about a pistol to his head? 
pistol to his head would work, but that's more intimidation and less slitting his throat. I think he means pistol whipping him. Oh, like block, <laughs> cock blocking. I'm not, I'm not cock That's a whole different thing. Block blocking. Cold <laughs> clocking him. Yeah, clocking him. Grab him and... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You want to use a, a fine pistol? A fine pair of pistols. All right, go for the go for the knockout. So it's a knockout. Can someone please roll a six? Effect? Yeah, so you are tier one. He's considered tier three. You have the double fine weapons, so that brings you up to par. So you, that is standard effect. Uh, and I can't I assist much more. So <laughs> believe. Uh, can I push myself? For yes, one sir. How, yes, how much sir. stress is that? Two stress to push yourself. Right, let's go ahead and do that. A one six three one. Let's go. We love the sixes on those desperate rolls. Make sure that you give yourself that extra uh, experience point for that tick and prowl. And as part of the desperate roll, you do it. You kind of go for the cold clock. You bash him right across the head right here, like kind of splitting open his brow. And he is just out cold as he collides with the bars. I'm just saying, like, slumps forward. Oh. I just kind of, like, let him down slowly. And, like, let's go. Sorry. <laughs> Put him in the cell. Starvel's like, yeah, not no. bad, but they did see your face. Maybe you should clap. clap. No. Uh, yeah, it was. He couldn't see it much. I was kind of behind him. It was fine. Oh, they were probably six. fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, I would kill him, but that's what. Yeah, but I'm just, uh, there's 12 more, so. We gotta go! (laughs) (laughs) Chef, let's put him in the bed, cover him up. Don't think he's horrible. (laughs) Maybe I could drag him. Oh my god, who cares? Just go! (laughs) So are y'all, like, yeeting him into the cell and closing it behind him? Yeah, that's my idea. All right. Okay, well, we gotta close it, like, gentle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good night, sweet prince. (laughs) (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Yeah, I like that better. And you kind of throw him into the prison, slam or close the door as quickly and as quietly as you can, and you rush your way uh, back to the rest of the crew back at the dumbwaiter. Is there anything that's occurred so far? How much time has it been? All right, I think we're good for right now. Uh, you'll make your way back to the dumbwaiter without incident. Uh, there's a lot of guards running to and from. There's a lot of commotion happening up here at the top floor. They're checking the cells. There's large groups of individuals, but you're able to kind of sneak your way back into the dumbwaiter and get yourselves back there. Uh, with the addition of Tarvel, that's going to make it three trips up and down. Uh, the dumbwaiter is already kind of pushed beyond its expected capacity. It's uh Carrying capacity does take a little bit of time, and it does take a lot of weight. What order do you want to go in? I was thinking, like, two of us, him in the middle, two of us. Yeah, 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 that makes, yeah. Sense. That makes sense. I mean, like, he's not going to try and run away from us, so I don't think that's a problem. No, I, I just could, don't uh... want us, I don't want him going down, and they're like, and then we're screwed. Yeah. All right. And so who is in the last group? I almost think Peacock, or I mean, um, Snipe and Owl, if she's, how long does she keep up the fog? 
The fog I'm remains for quite a bit of time. Up. It kind of it, it lingers in the for, for quite a while. Um, not, not like several one. minutes. I bring it out, but I don't make it stay. <laughs> I don't keep it away. Once it's out, it's out. <laughs> Much like a burp. Like, you know, once it's out of me, it's it's out of me. <laughs> the toothpaste is out of the tube. <laughs> okay, so being the last group out, Snipe is going to be trying to ask Owl, you know, help me barricade the door. We'll, we'll, you said it was full of laundry everywhere, so we're just going to, like, mound this stuff up. <laughs> just throw um, piles of laundry in front of the yes. door. Oh, yeah, get the stinkiest laundry, like, <laughs> so they'll be, they'll be gagging the whole way through. <laughs> in, in addition, um, I'll use my demolition tools, because it comes with iron spikes, and just kind of wedge them under the door, and then we're going to pile all this shit up on top of it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully... They may try to check the door and go, oh, well, no one's gone in there. It's impossible to open. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of begin piling up the, the door, making sure it's locked behind as the rest of the groups come up and down or go down and then send the dumbwaiter back up. Uh, well, the good news is now we can go through the sewers and we won't smell any worse than this laundry. <laughs> Uh, Owl and Snipe, you kind of finish what you're doing there up the top, and you hop into the dumbwaiter, and as you feel it go down, you hear, like, some tension in the rope. Snap. Uh-oh! <laughs> as, you, as you feel, like, a portion of the dumbwaiter basically, like, slam into the side of the, like, shaft that it's in, and begin, like, free-fall tumbling its way down. Uh, so this is, of course, being in a falling elevator, very, very dangerous. Um, there's not really any, jump right before it lands. <laughs> there's not really any like emergency stopping re- mechanism because this is for laundry. It's not for people. Um, and so there, you can kind of feel it beginning to give way. Uh, is there anything that you'd like to do to kind of either halt it in its tracks or kind of make a, a last second repair to keep it from like tumbling through the shaft? Can Peacock try to grab the rope? from where he's at to keep it from moving? Uh, the th- I don't think so because the rope is separating from it. Okay. So, like, even if you were to grab the rope, the dumbwaiter itself would still continue following. Oh, so, like, yeah. the pulley how, how is breaking sticky, loose or something? How sticky are ectoplasm vials? <laughs> it's not like super glue, sadly. It's more like electricity slime. Super glue that... Ha- that- like stays in would subterfuge <laughs> supplies have sticky glue <laughs> i don't know if sticky glue would be enough to what hold about up demolition tools? <laughs> I, I have demolition tools tinker tools and light climbing gear i feel like i can do something that climbing gear sounds climbing gear could be pretty useful if you want to like basically hop out of the elevator and climb your way down from now yeah uh, if, if we can elevator and Marks. Like, grab onto any of the ledges or a rock sticking out, we may be able to just climb our way down if that thing just goes. Mm-hmm. But we have to decide to get off of it before it lets go. And I'd say that, like, a part of it is is that you can, like, feel it beginning to, like, you hear it, like, snapping and fraying up above, and you feel the dumbwaiter get, like, more jostled with each, like, moment that you're going down. 
And there are like stations at each floor that it goes down that if you wanted to rather precariously basically jump your way out of the elevator into uh, a laundry room on one of the other floors, you could yeah, do we, so. We may have to get off at the wrong floor and then burn some equipment to get down to the correct floor. To clamber your way down. And it, it's possible. Um, or you can also try to stay in the elevator the whole time, but that's a little bit more risky. That like sounds like how we area. die. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm all for grabbing Owl and jumping out at an opportune time. Mm-hmm. On either, one of the the other floors. Either as a group finesse or just I think grab and go. Finesse does make sense here. Uh, let's see. Employ, sleight of hand, handle a vehicle or mount. I mean, this is kind of like it's handle. kind of a vehicle, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know. These things are made to be read into. I say, yeah, go ahead and make that group finesse roll. Uh, it is, I mean, we've been keeping it good so far. I say it's desperate. This is a, a very dangerous jump that you're making, and if you're a little bit wrong, you might go tumbling down a very deep elevator shaft to your imminent demise. That sounds pretty desperate. Let's see it, team. Who wants to lead the group action? I don't know if, I don't know if what Owl has for finesse. Um, I can lead it, and I will daredevil it. And if I push myself, I'm going to be damn near to trauma, so I don't really yes, want to. How much stress does Snipe have? He's been part of He's at six. God. Owl is also pretty high up there. I think Hi, Owl hello. has like two more <laughs> before she risks her trauma. All right, the four stress to <laughs> fart out the entire building. <laughs> Yeah, that was a great uh, idea. She wasn't. She wasn't hey, sure was she was gonna idea. have to see the lady, but she is sure now. Desperate <sighs> standard. Yes, desperate standard. If one extra dice, here we die. Do something. <laughs> All right, that is two twos as part of Snipe's finesse. Now, owl. Just been Snipe's your, worst misadventure. Your, your desperate standard finesse roll. Let's believe in the dream. If you fail, um, Snipe does take a stress, and y'all are in a very bad spot. Okay. Um, I'll do my best. Wait. D- desperate standard. Wait. Are are we going with the can I assist her? Uh, if you would like to take a stress, I say go ahead. I will take a stress. Okay. All right. Standard uh, one extra die. Mm-hmm. Hooray! <laughs> Wait, do you only have one in finesse? No, I have two. I don't know why it only rolled two. Oh, I two. guess for some reason it didn't give you the extra die. Well, it's okay. You, you, didn't, you need probably it. didn't do any bonus dice that, at the end. I did that. do a bonus die. I said one. Yeah. I don't know. If you roll another one, you can find out whether or not you got a crit. Yeah, just no, roll a little okay. d6. Yeah, we need all the help we can get. <laughs> hey, a crit's not going to hurt nothing. Go ahead and roll that extra d6 there, Owl. Okay. Slash our DCs. The AC says. And that's how it becomes a crit. The stress wasn't for nothing. Let's fucking go. Uh, both of you 
get your um, your tick of experience for virtue of the fact of doing it. And I'd say with the critical effect, uh, the two of you kind of like, it's almost like in one swift, solid motion. Like you do it with super effectiveness. You hop out, uh, you kind of land on the landing of the, um, of the next level. Uh, immediately you take a step back in, the dumbwaiter immediately crashes and begins collapsing and falling, like, <gasps> making a huge amount of noise as it does so totally obliterated at the bottom of the shaft y'all immediately hook up the light uh the climbing gear with like the practice and precision of people who have done this a lot and are able to navigate your way down to the correct floor without any additional issue just rapid fire rappel down um and yes. y'all are all there back at the home floor um, and i think with that crit that may be a good spot to end it uh, but I would say it'd be a good spot to end it. However, there are other people who are also looking for Tarvel and who are not necessarily happy that y'all have made it to him first. And so who may be on the lookout for y'all and trying to steal your prize. And so I'm going to roll 2d6. You guys want low numbers. So you want me to roll back? Well, it's good because we just roll, rolled five and as two sixes. Yeah, so. we're, out of, we're out of high numbers, so. We're all out of bubble gum. Five and three. So the situation is risky, but it's not desperate. Y'all make your... I, I know it will do. So y'all make your way out of the, the dumbwaiter and into the snake-like tunnels of the smuggle system and begin marrying your way through narrow corridors. Uh, the prison was on high alert. The alarm was raised. The, the right was kind of taken care of with rather expediency. And I'd say that they noticed that Tarvel has gone missing. And so you begin to hear the dogs of Ironhook Prison begin barking, which means that they have been like basically released on the hunt to search for Tarvel. Um, D'Artagnan. Ghost form. <laughs> Go distract <Yes>. the dogs. <laughs> um, and as you kind of make your way out of the prison, you can kind of continue hearing the dogs of, of uh, Ironhook Prison barking. They were a little bit confused by the virtue of y'all kind of like going into the walls of Ironhook themselves. Um, but now that you're outside proper, you kind of hear the sounds of barking getting like closer and closer and as you take that exit and step out onto the pier you see that there is the uh kind of fog hounds uh milling about your your boat ship and they're just kind of like breaking shit like they haven't seen you come out yet uh but they begin basically um breaking portions of your boat uh, they've started, like, taking hammers and stuff to the engine and, like, grabbing a bunch of other stuff and, and busting your busting it down. Uh, but I don't think that they necessarily notice you immediately, which is what kind of puts you in that risky position instead of desperate. Ship, get him. <laughs> Y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? How many are there? Uh, they're a group of, like, four, like you guys. I'm thinking just warning shot. 
Y'all ready? I don't do warning shots. <laughs> That's true. I forgot. You want to borrow these? I've got something better, and I pull out my rifle. <laughs> All right. The fine long rifle has come to play. Just remember the spirit wardens are a thing if you cap somebody. Mm-hmm. Spirit wardens are generally more of a problem if you use the ectoplasmic ammunition. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, I'm not using that. But, no, I, mean, uh, I thought it was just if you killed somebody. I don't even really know what the spirit wardens are, so... They're like super cops. But for ghosts. <laughs> and cultists. They're like the super cops. we haven't dealt with them yet. Ghost cops. <laughs> There's super cops for ghosts and demons. Are we stopping there, or are we, take, are we finishing? I think I'll stop I... here and line up a shot and... Who took the pistols from me, or maybe one each? Oh yeah, you can kind of hand off the pistols to your crew. But yeah, you want to make a, you want to lead like a group hunt roll as everyone opens fire on the dudes who are wrecking your oh, shit. I, I also have pistols. Uh, I have, yeah, I have a gun. <laughs> you know everyone what? Everyone just kind of pulls out a gun. It's and just like <laughs> it's like a like the nothing about Shep gives you the idea that he would own any nice things at all. <laughs> but when he gives you his gun, it's like well like polished and like really nice like well levels well above, loved levels above everything else you you remember the last time when i pulled a large weapon out of a bag <laughs> snipes right there with shep rifle All out right. rifle okay. out. Uh, and then i give Guns. one to the other two i give one to peacock and i give one to uh, owl because you've got a you got your own <laughs> and the crew opens fire all right let's see let's see shep's first um, uh, I I would like to um do what um Owl does best if she can. Mm-hmm. We can give one gun. Never mind, never mind. I'll I'll I'll, I'll just shoot. <laughs> no, no, yeah, that would make sense. I'm we really bad at skirmishing, one. guys. I'm really I'm really bad well, at hunting. No, guys. it makes a lot of sense for us to give it to the freaking mob leader that we just boosted out of. I have no points. Jail. In I'm assuming he's good with a gun. He's like, I'm not killing people for you guys. You're not paying me. <laughs> okay. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Actually, so y'all are open. Group fire. hunt if you choose to help or not. Group hunt. All right. Let's see it. <laughs> She's like holding the gun backwards. Like, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's like sideways, but not like cool sideways. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like untrained sideways. It's, I'm going to break my wrist sideways. <laughs> Uh, Alright, Shep, go ahead and roll that a risky hunt. A risky standard mm-hmm. great standard. Um I think it's actually great effect because y'all have uh the fine weapons and that's a double fine weapon basically. So great effect on the foghounds. Oh yeah. And the then, uh bonus dice, I will take uh I'll take stress to improve this. Do it, boy. Two stress and boost it. Let's go. Five, three, two, three. All right, who else is firing? Me. All right, snipe. Let's see it. Hunt. What are we doing? Uh, risky great. No extras because I'm not doing any of that. Go. Three. 
Uh, she has to take one stress by virtue of Snipes Hunt failing. This has been my worst thing for rolls. <laughs> and is anyone else wanting to open fire? Um, uh, I mean, I don't even know if she can open fire with zero points. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Yeah, you can always succeed. I would say if you hold the gun up, <laughs> Peacock's going to just kind of put his hand on it. <laughs> just like with the spirit mask, you just push it down. It's like it's like it's yep. like Cyril like suppressing fire, <laughs> suppressing fire, just shooting up in the air. No, 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 no. Um, I would like to do what she can, what she has the capacity to do, which mm-hmm. is attune to the ghost field and maybe ask politely if a ghost can spook the people that are after us. Ah, normally that is a commune. Uh, kind of skill that whispers have. Uh, oh. let's, but let's see here. Sometimes you can do it and it just costs stress. Oh, no, it's compel. That's right. You can attune to the ghost field and make it. Well, a, I'm not trying to compel. I'm just asking very politely if it, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see those if guards? there's any, any Maybe ghosts Maybe if there's a, go- there's a Christopher ghost around, like, you see those guards? Fuck them, right? <laughs> Fuck them up, right? <laughs> Peacock immediately regrets pushing your gun down. <laughs> uh, Making a tune roll. Let's see if you can kind of connect to the ghost field and see if there's any uh, unhappy spirits. Desperate situation. Risky. Oh, okay. Standard. Standard in your case, yes. Four, three, five. Um, okay, so this is these are there's going to be some consequences here. For the extended hunt consequences led by Shep, uh, you do it, but there is a consequence. You suffer harm, a complication occurs, you have reduced effect, you end up in a desperate position. Punched um, a few new holes in the boat. <laughs> I'd say you suffer harm. Uh, you kind of pull out the rifle, you fire, you kind of like wing one of the group members that kind of like tips over and falls back out of the boat. And immediately, like, they pull out their own handguns and begin firing back at you, and you get, like, a like a, a gut shot. Um, so that is level two harm to Shep and Snipe. It's a good thing I brought my trusty armor, heavy armor. Mm-hmm. Well, you actually only need to use regular armor in order uh, to... Uh, well, what does heavy armor do, then? Uh... Well, you only need to expend. You need to spend regular armor, and then you expend heavy armor because heavy armor does the same thing armor does. Oh, so it costs five total. So armor, you're basically just straight armor. Yeah, I don't have that many slots available. You do have the two slots available to do armor, so that does reduce yeah, it to zero. zero. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. And tonight, you I, also was it a level one? Level two. Can I resist that? Yes, you can. Uh, that would be a prowess resist, because you're trying to avoid injury. Um, but you don't lose out on the dice, because it wasn't desperate. Don't you have your... You have can your I make stuff an argument? Hmm? Can I make an argument for Peacock to shove him out of the way of the round? Uh, yes, you can actually... There is a protect offer... Uh, which is for to face danger for a teammate, you step in to suffer the consequence in their place. So you can step in to take the round. You can either expend an armor or resist in, in for snipe. Okay. So he'll go ahead and shove him out of the way and 
go ahead and, and burn an armor to take that hit. All right. I think it's kind of like one of those moments in the uh, in the anime where the, the gunshot moves, you push it, and then the <gasps> close up on the <laughs> person who pushed him, and then it's like, oh, I was fine. I had the armor on the whole time. <laughs> but it was but pretty dramatic. He's got the armor to use. I don't. <laughs> I figure we've been in two hours. I haven't rolled yet. <laughs> I could at least be useful. <laughs> Peacock has been talking and he has expended some stuff, but he just has not been per, uh, useful. <laughs> participating. Every time he tried to use his assist thing, he was out of range. <laughs> Keeps not being in the right place at the right time. to punch somebody in the face, and it's like, there's nobody around to punch in the face! Come on! Uh, I'm just gonna push you! Uh. Into the water. And Al, you kind of call a ghost to your side, uh, and basically... I think it is. It's it's an old like blue coat ghost that's like prisoners escaping, prisoners escaping. As he's like a large mustachioed man, just like rushing back and forth with his billy club, uh, just swinging wildly. Um, and as he kind of rushes past you, he also he not only kind of bonks owl over the top of the head, but then he rushes over to the <laughs> boat and begins swinging wildly in the direction of the uh, foghounds, and they basically are just like, scatter! And they all like jump in the water to avoid the incoming hail of bullets and the angry ghost. (laughs) We got a melee, boys! (laughs) Ow, my head. (laughs) Yeah, you see he kind of like box you over the top of the head where your helmet was, and it goes like straight through it because it's (laughs) it's an ethereal (laughs) bludgeoning. Uh, So you can take level 2 harm or you can roll to resist it. Um, or expend an armor. You have it. I'll take the level two harm for now. Okay, big time. So you are concussed. <laughs> uh. Uncussed. Um, I believe as part of your weirdness for the crew, but you can you get an extra die for resistance rolls against supernatural threats. And this would count we just as a supernatural threat if you want the extra die to the resistance roll. But then you also get an extra die whenever you're healing from it as well. So if you want to use the die there as opposed to avoiding the harm. How's your stress? My stress is two away, dude. So if you were if you were to roll resolve and you rolled. Let me see here. I you do have, have two high dice. resolve. I do have high mm-hmm. resolve. You got that. You got. You would have three dice, and you needed to roll at least a four on one of them. Okay. I'll take it. And make sure you give yourself that extra resistance for the resolve. So it's an extra bonus die. Mm-hmm. Woo! Hey. Stay unpunished, team. (laughs) No concussion for me. No no concussion for me, you old bastard. She swung at her head and she just ducked out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) Hard hat. It also has (laughs) spirit linings underneath. There's a spirit bane charm underneath the heart. (laughs) (laughs) Safety first and second, boys. (laughs) Bullet flies by her. Ah! Peacock looks Y'all. down at his spirit being charm. Glad to see this is working. 
and y'all hop back onto your boat and you make your way over to the docks. Ow, oh, you can kind of gas. The the boat's a little beat up. It's got, taking quite a bit of damage, but like it'll just take a little bit of time to heal and a little bit of love and is needed to repair it. Um, but no worse for wear. It knows who rides it. It knows that Owl's in charge. Yeah, I'm in charge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in charge of this boat. The patchwork trawler. We're going to have to jack up the fog hounds. <laughs> All right, we're, we're out, right? Y'all, y'all hear the kind of like barking of dogs uh, over at Ironhook Prison as like this basically the entire prison begins to go on high alert. Um, and y'all make your way back into the docks. You can kind of like uh, see uh, the the leader that kind of organized everything. Aaron, Aaron? I said her name was Aaron, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect, perfect. You kind of see Aaron standing there at the the end of the dock as y'all kind of roll up, and she gives y'all like a little applause, like as you make your way in. Uh, she kind of smiles at Tarvel as he's kind of triumphantly standing at the end of the ship. He's like, "Well, you each have my greatest debt of gratitude. Of course, I'll need to." Lay a little bit low here, but I'm sure the heat will die down in just a couple of days. But, uh, of course, you have the eternal gratitude of me and my gang. He kind of, like, bows his head towards, towards in your direction. Okay. No has, problem, has, dude. <laughs> has he had a realization that Peacock is with us? Um, I think he has, but I don't, I don't think he's, like, brought it up. Like, I think he's just kind of, like, smiling in Peacock's direction, like, I told you you would help me. <laughs> like, but he hasn't, like, said it out loud kind of situation. You don't yeah, want to say like I told you so, you know, you know on the boat. <laughs> you know, oh. Peacock's just standing next to him when the guns were blazing. <laughs> uh, it is not. Uh, you can just see the two, like... <laughs> uh, as you kind of like pull up next to the dock, Tarble like takes his uh, shaky steps out. Aaron kind of smiles at him uh, and, and the group of you, and he, she's like, "I had a feeling it would be y'all who succeeded. I could tell by the group huddle that you had uh, some incredible teamwork." And she basically like drops two full duffel bags full of coin like into the bottom of your boat, and she's like. Well, you definitely held up your part of the bargain, and for that, I personally thank you. Um, and it looks like Tarvel's gonna go to say something, and then you hear a gunshot run, ring out, and the gray matter in the side of Tarvel's head detonates onto the sides of the dog. Ah! As uh, Aaron kind of pulls her pistol and puts it back in her pocket. And she's like, ah, it's good to be king. And she just turns and walks away. Uh, <laughs> it do be like that, though. It'd be uh, like that. Wait, she could have done that the whole time? <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. How else are you going to be the head? She was securing her position. Snake's so just gonna like, like sit down on something. Are we keeping the body the... there? It's like, are we? Are we just like 
uh, do we clean this up? Or? <laughs> yeah, Torval's corpse like falls off the side and just like rolls off the side of the dock. We need to go. Onward. Yep, 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 yep. Just turn the key again. We're out of here. We're out of here. We're out of here. We didn't see nothing. Oh, downtime will be fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, nobody really saw us. Yeah, the a guard saw you. Kind of. You know what I think, boys? I was behind good I think it's a good time to lay low. Maybe just maybe just take a mental health day. You know, like just just focus on you. You know, like just just have like some nice like a vacation. We didn't get four new members into our gang and let them do something. You can do that.